So this week, uh, a lot of crazy stuff has been happening all over tech, gaming, news in general. So uh, let's get right into it, man. Xboxes, bro. So last week was PlayStation and all their hype and whatnot. But this week, uh, Xbox went uh, went pretty crazy, right? They had the pre-orders that launched. They had, and their pre-orders were making shows showcasing how difficult their naming scheme really matter like their ma- the naming scheme matters for all these people right mhm i mean 100% like you when you have someone saying hey man i want the xbox series x and then they go on amazon to purchase xbox one x <laughs> to the point where all the xbox one x's the value of it just went like 400% on Amazon, like literally the top selling console because people got them confused on the Series X. You know Microsoft screwed up the pooch right there with in terms of naming their, their next-gen consoles right there. Right, because, I mean, who's 90% of the market? It's going to be like a mom or a dad like buying their kids something to shut them up and like, keep them busy. Little granny, like, I just want to buy my niece a little um, niece and nephew a new Xbox system. It's like, and they like the new X. Ma, grandpa, ma, dad, I want the new Xbox Series X. Okay, gets online. First thing they search up is gonna be Xbox One X. It's gonna pop up first because that's yeah. the most relatable thing. That's gonna pop up most recent for Xbox. And, I mean, man, it's I crazy. mean, in my in my in my past at GameStop, even like. You know, when, when Xbox One came out, yeah. you know, parents would buy their kids, like, Xbox Originals because they're like, oh, they want the Xbox One. Mm-hmm. So, like, I'll just get Xbox, right? The original Xbox. <laughs> and they were so mistaken. Uh, 360 was a better was a better term. But, yeah, they, they messed up their, their naming scheme. And they should have known this because of all the confusion with the Xbox One and Xbox original and xbox yeah it's x it's it's so weird like they have that like you said the multiple experiences going through that but also just people like during their announcement of the new xbox one x people were just botching their names like crazy people were saying the one x multiple times and not saying series x So, so you have a lot of people just like uh what do i say like is it the right thing should i like, is it serious ass? And also, it's the same letters. So it's kind of from the previous generation. So then you're just swapping out one in series. Who's your marketing team? Like, you should honestly must have like, hey, let's phase out all of the one X. Let's phase out the, all the one S. So then they're not confusing people that are existing trying to find the series X. But uh, yeah, it's it's a. Uh, it made up, I bet Amazon is having a great time, all their customer service is like, okay, I'm sorry, let's cancel these, cancel all the orders for them. And the problem also is that this, the One X still costs about $490, and that's the renewed refurbished one that's on Amazon. So yeah, it's, it's almost the same price as the, as the Series X is going to be. Right. So, right? Like, <laughs> it doesn't... It doesn't really make any sense. So it's also Amazon's fault as well for having the renewed version, aka refurbished, up on the listing saying for four ninety, which is pretty real unrealistic for the price. And then that's the first thing people see when they they look up the new top selling gaming consoles. They don't see the 
Series X, you see the One X. And don't get me wrong. Like, if you look at them, they're two different things. One is a cube with, like, with holes on top, and the other one is a rectangle. Like, you should tell them apart, but they happen to be both black and both, like, angular and that Xbox, like, you know, design. And when you search them up, the first one is One X. There's no, right. like, at least, like, at least the uh, the One S is distinguishable. It has that nice, you know, kind of black circle on the top and then the white body and the contrasting, you know, nice colorful palette. So people could kind of tell it apart. But there's no way telling that apart from the, the Series X, even though it's a cube, it's like a square. You, could, you should tell it apart, but honestly, off the spot, you really can't. Right. I mean... It's it's really it's really disappointing because like um they you know not to be total like Sony shows they are doing some things right um yeah. you know they are getting some good games mm. uh some actual decent exclusives Halo's coming back right uh, with Halo Infinite right so so um you know they're they're going to to sell well yeah but that that mishap is not good for business you know? no yeah. So, at all and I, so, I they definitely need to fix that up I honestly it's kind of interesting because the past couple of years uh sony has been the one that's kind of sticking the same roots in terms of design like same controller all that for multiple generations um but this year they switched it up completely they have the white and black design the seto kaiba aka the router with white two boards pieces of paper. For two pieces of paper right between the router the Captain Underpants controller, you know, people, you know, make Hell yeah. this it here and left and right. But it, it, honestly, I like the look of it. Don't get me wrong. I kind of like the look of it. It is going to be really tall, but uh, they did change it up this year compared to like Xbox, who has been constantly changing their designs for the past couple of years. So it's, yeah. it's, I think it was a good time for Sony to actually switch it up and say, hey, by the way, yeah, our controllers are different. Our console is different. And Xbox, you know, they they have a good formula. Like their controllers, their elite controllers, their regular controllers is solid. Like everyone loves them, especially shooters, uh, right. console players that play shooters. It's solid game controller. So they want to switch it up and say, you know what? Fine, we're we're tired of doing kind of like smaller controllers. We'll try to like fit our demographic with the new PS5. So it's kind of cool though. Like now, one thing though is that. Like we we were talking about before that you know Xbox is kind of slacking on exclusives. Now with the newest uh, deal that they did with Bethesda's uh, Softworks for seven point five billion dollars, they bought multiple games under their library under their wing, and according to Microsoft, it's not going to be exclusive. So it's not going to be. Uh, all these games are now exclusively be only on Xbox. It's gonna be like, hey, well, we're gonna be. It's gonna be in generally everywhere, but there'll be a, you know, sometimes here and there. There'll be time to time that we'll have things that won't show up or might not show up. They haven't really worded it the same that way, but I think they did it because they want to add more stuff into the Game Pass. They're really trying to push push that Game Pass out so people could buy. You know, and spend fifteen dollars a month for a Game Pass that includes all these games, all the sequels to it, and on top of Halo, on top of Fable, on top of um, all the games that are going to come out for for the Xbox. So it's a really good deal. 
for them because they only had like a couple of studios that were under their belt. They had a lot of canceled games. And then mm-hmm. all their big player games are pretty much coming out next year. There's nothing really coming out and launched that's going to be like, yo, I got to get an Xbox Series X. But I, yeah, um, I mean, there's somehow people are still very excited about it. I mean, I think their strong exclusives are as strong as any regular PlayStation game. PlayStation just has more of like a multitude of exclusives. Yeah, they they have a lot of good um single player games. Like right. my my friend uh shout out to my friend oh uh it's it's they they'll joke around saying like PlayStation's meant for lonely people. But honestly, uh, because all these single player games. So honestly, it's just all the games that it has is kind of all kind of cinematic movie. Like it's meant to entertain you. Uncharted, okay. Last of Us, God, of, God War. of War. All these games are like they slap. They they hit hard. They're meant to entertain you and and keep you and you know enjoyed in that story. But Sony has been slagging honestly on exclusives for multiplayer, which. Halo and Gears cover. They're not the most, you know, still play games to this date. Like, you know, Call of Duty is like in the throne of that top throne. CSGO is still up there. Uh, Overwatch, you know, et cetera. Those, those games still get played constantly. Fortnite. Fort- <laughs> yeah, Fortnite, of course. And those are multi-platform games. So yeah. I think like in the sense of like, say, Xbox uh, and Microsoft, what they're doing is like, hey, you know what? This exclusive shit is not going to work out for us for long term. Yeah, we could get, you know, the new Halo and it could be good, but it's not going to be the best game for so long because maybe they could, maybe they cannot, but they'll need to have it in a way that it goes on both PC and on Xbox and get more value for it. Like, that's why even, that's why even PlayStation, they released their uh, Horizon Zero Dawn game on PC. It made more, it made financial sense. They're like, yo, by the way, we're going to make more money either way. It might be exclusive. Xbox players won't get it, but PC has been grown up. PC went from PC players have been the pirated motherfuckers that everyone hated uh, to now everyone wants to have their own PC. Everyone having their own RGB setup. It's like a status, a flex symbol now. So it's like, yeah. hey, this is my new car kind of thing, but it's in my desktop and I can play any well, game I want. I mean, yeah, and that's going to continue because we're everybody's at home. Right. For the most part, right? The, the perfect time. Um, yeah. Yeah. So, so stepping up your computer setup, I mean, we have some friends that have just stepped up their computer and gaming setups uh, so that they can, you know, spend more time at home and enjoy spending more time at home. Right. So, so that, you know, it's, it's going to be a good, it's going to be a good time for, for PCs, which again is also Microsoft. So yeah. they're not totally, you know, messed up. Uh, I mean that shows in them making a seven point five billion dollar purchase of mm-hmm. Bethesda. Yeah. So you know, I mean, good on good on them. I I wish for the best. I'm still probably going to get a PlayStation first, but <laughs> I I hope the best for for Xbox. You know, they need they need a win. They need some serious wins. Yeah, they do. They they need to slap hard and um showcase who's boss. Um. It it's just I really hope that this like for me this kind of got me more excited about Microsoft again, honestly. I was not like uh, I was like for me personally I was like 
okay, Halo, you know, it might be good, it might be not. I mean, the presentation of it was kind of like half-assed, so I wasn't really super excited for it, and I just want, I was going to be like one of those times where I'm like, you know, I'm just going to wait and see. And then the other games as well, Fable, I'm like, yeah, let me wait and see, because it's been a while, Fable was like the best, Fable 2 still all time when, when I played it a lot. So I'm like, yeah, Fable like, was like that, that, that crack for me for a little bit. It was like how I feel about Sid Meier's right now. I used to feel guy. about Fable. Sid Meier's, man. <laughs> this guy's been hooked on Sid Meier's. Yo, this is like the guy that would randomly, yo, man, I know it's a weekday. We got work in the morning at nine. Uh, it's at 11 o'clock. You want to, I know it's, you want to play? I know it's 4 a.m., but like, can we get like a six hour game? Six hour session, <laughs> you know, real quick. We, we won't get anything done though, but we'll, we'll definitely get enough done to get at least in modern era. <laughs> yeah, it's, I love that game so much. Um, I, I feel it, like it's hard it, to if, there's a, if there's a Civ 7, man, if I think if Xbox released Civ 7, it was an exclusive, some, some crap like that, and they brought it out, you'd have been like, yo, it's over. I mean, I mean, another, another past love of mine, Rocket League, Ooh. now teaming up with Fortnite. Yeah. Um, I mean, I think that's the smartest move in the history of, of gaming companies. I mean, we just th- talked about the Microsoft buyout, but like teaming up with Fortnite is a good move for Rocket League. And, you know, having a little bit more reminder that Fortnite's still a thing is good for Rocket League fans too. Like, you know, it's all, it's all very, very profitable. It sounds. <laughs> yeah. Like people are going to be buying new skins in both of them. Um, and new, new cars, new, new whatever. So I think, I think they're brilliant. Um, in so many levels. I mean, I might actually pick up Fortnite again and <laughs> oh, wow. Just, just just play play a couple rounds. Damn. But I, Rock, I, Rocket League. I, I respect Fortnite. I, I'm not a it's enjoyable. It's not it's not something that I would play all the time. Uh like, you know, I used to play for Battlefield Bad Company too, man. That game was my, my drug. Uh yeah. for multiplayer shooters and stuff. But it's it's more like a casual game for me. Like I'll just play it once in a while. But I can't get so serious into it. I know people that do, and more props to them. But for me, for some reason, I still can't get into it like that. Where it's really, I guess because it's like how I played all my games. Been more like co- like cooperative. Like you're in a squad. You're like working together. Right. And yeah, it's it's it, so unforgiving. I don't know how yeah. so many people got into it. Yeah, because you can jump into Fortnite. Right. And you're like, all right, cool. I'm getting materials. Cool, 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 cool. All right. The circle's shrinking. I'm going to come to the middle. Blah, blah. And oh no, I'm immediately killed in one second. Oh, got to start over a new lobby. Yeah. If you're not good, you're wasting more. You're spending more time in the load screen <laughs> than you are in the actual game. Yeah. It's, it's pretty, so. it's pretty crazy. I mean, that, that is like the, the, the drug for it though. Like the best thing about it is like, oh crap, you know, you have to get good. If not, you're pretty much letting down your whole entire team. So right. at least if, if you're trash in Rocket League, you're still gonna go through a whole match and you're gonna have fun flipping around doing whatever the hell you want. <laughs> but the barrier of entry is not not uh not as high. Yeah. But um it also has to kind of be your thing to wanna drive rocket power cars. And I mean yeah. if you didn't if you didn't grow up with twisted metal, you might not understand how how cool that is. But True. <laughs> but yeah, I mean that's that's gonna be amazing i think um i'm i i, I made me download 
uh, Rocket League again. And, uh, well, also the, the $10, uh, credit that you get in Epic Games. <laughs> oh, yeah. Good so, good, uh, good enough incentive. So, for the moment, this is, we're not sponsored by Epic Games, but Epic Games, if you want to, <laughs> let us know. Um, we can but, talk. <laughs> we can talk. You know, let's, let's do it. I know we're starting out, but, uh, you know. Um, so, Epic Games is doing a promotion right now that if you get Rocket League, uh, for the first 30 days, um, you can get yourself a $10 coupon. So Rocket League is completely free, free right now uh, on your Epic Games. So it doesn't matter if you, let's say, if you have it on Steam, on PlayStation, it is cross-compatible. So you can still play with your friends no matter what. And then you get a $10 coupon for anything you purchase over $15. So let's say if you get a $5, you get a $15 game, you can use that $10 coupon to uh, purchase it. It's not valid for anything that's less than $15, though. So that's just a heads up there. So any games are... Any games or add-ons or whatever that costs more than fifteen dollars, you can use that coupon for it, and it's a win-win. Honestly, there's no, you yeah, know, nothing to lose. Yeah, you you get technically paid to get the game, <laughs> so <laughs> it's a good game. So there's, they're adding more content. They have the new battle pass or new season. I don't know. They 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 already had multiple seasons, but I guess they're redoing their seasons again. And then they have this Fortnite uh, promotion going on, so it's pretty cool. Um. Yeah. So all that kind of collaboration going on is kind of how you collaborate in Among Us, which is now so popular that instead of working on their sequel, they're going to put all their efforts into the current Among Us game and kind of make it into a platform. They haven't said that exactly, but they, they're putting all the efforts that have, they've done for the sequel, all the maps, all the stuff, they're going to put it right in Among Us and they kind of, might as well make it into like the Fall Guys, into the Rocket League or the Fortnite, into its own service. So, right. This, so they're working on maps, they're working on costumes, all the work. So it's awesome time to be a gamer right now. Yeah, I mean, you pay five dollars for a game, and you're just gonna slowly get updates, um, that are gonna make the game better. You yeah, know, a new map, uh, and some uh, bug fixes, of course. And, um, yeah, I mean, it's not a lot <laughs> that they're offering, um, at least initially, yeah. but I think, uh, you know, more skins would be cool too. Mm-hmm. Um, more playability, like more functionality. I mean, I'm, I've only barely scratched the surface of like going into vents and, um, you know, killing people and, and looking at security camera recordings, like. I haven't gotten into all like the minutia of that stuff, but yeah. I think um I think that if you give it more features, it'll be the most popular game in the world for a while. Actually, <laughs> dude, looking at the stats right now, um, this is just looking at the current Twitch viewers. Uh it went from so Fall Guys, uh was one of the popular games. It's still a popular game. It's still as popular as Minecraft on Twitch. Um, but it's now in that stage where Twitch is about, let's say, 27 viewers right now on a, a Thursday evening. Uh, there's like 21,000 viewers for, uh, for Fall Guys. So 27, 20, 21,000. Now, they were around 200,000. So the highest viewers right now is actually Among Us. Surprisingly, it's a game that it 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 shocks me because it's a game that it's mostly played but with game with friends and you know people that you know, 
and you get together and it's similar to uh werewolf or uh Town of salem you know, exactly exactly those games so we now have a game that's been out for some time it's been out since 2018 the developers have been working on it for so long and i guess as a double mantra of the fact that it has similar characters that look like fall guys people like looked at it and said hey you know what let's give it a shot it's just five bucks versus 20 bucks of fall guys and people got in and i think it's now the popularity of people just seeing all the thievious thing that's could happen is making it super exciting super enjoyable to watch compared to fall guys because yeah. I think if Fall Guys was also in that lower price range, like $5 or maybe free-to-play, then people would have been, you know, as popular watching it compared to uh, Among Us. But Among Us is just doing great. They're just, there's so many people that are just dedicating their time watching it. Even, say, Ninja, who's been, who just came back recently uh, to Twitch, and he would have been playing Fortnite if he wanted to, but instead he's been playing, you know, Among Us with his friends right. and a lot of other popular Twitch uh, gamers and YouTube gamers and Facebook gaming uh, content right. creators as well been just playing Among Us. It's just that entertaining. I mean, so. I mean that's, that's, that, that's the interesting thing. Um, it kind of shows the relationship between Twitch streamers, uh, I mean, and YouTube streamers, streamers in general, yep. um, with the fan base, you know? Mm-hmm. They can really control and influence the, the market in terms of games. Yeah. Because if they didn't do their massive collaborations, Ninja, Pokimane, like um, Shroud, like everybody, well, I don't know if Shroud's been playing it, but um, like everybody coming together um, and playing a game like with this, all these clouded up streamers uh, in one lobby, you know, playing together, um, that really influenced a lot of people to buy it. Yeah. And I mean, I, true. I, I made the mistake of watching some compilations of their gameplay. And now it's all of that floods my recommended. <laughs> the the algorithm is thirsty. You, you, you just gotta watch, you gotta <laughs> dodge uh, YouTube's home recommendation page. It will screw you up bad. I now yeah. am forcing to click on my my subscriber tab and just look through my subscribers manually. It could be a lot because you know he subscribes to a lot of shit that you know is education based or whatever. So there's a lot of stuff that gets flooded in. But yeah, I mean. I one video I watched for Among Us just to see how people are playing it, and I'm like, whoa, just overload of like everyone I could think of just being like playing it left and right. So, I mean, that's what happened when uh, PewDiePie played Minecraft. Minecraft's overall viewership boosted like to the sky high. So, it's it's that you know crazy uh, influence from you know big time players coming in and playing those games definitely drives it back home. So. Yeah, like you said, you know, just add new maps, add uh, new content skins. and yeah. skins, and you're good to go. Um, and just bring something new to the table. And by speaking of bringing something new to the table, you might literally have to use your table for this one. Uh, Mario Kart, this was an announcement from last week's uh, Nintendo Showcase. They released Mario Kart in real life. Uh, it's pretty much you have a physical uh, cart. Mario Kart version of your own copy. It could be Luigi, it could be Mario, it could be anyone they have available at the time. And you make your own real-life map using the surroundings that you have. You put these little pointers across your living room, across, you know, maybe your 
yard, whatever, and you create your own little map, your own road to to play Mario Kart on. So it's pretty it's pretty interesting. Yeah, I wonder what type of technology they utilize for that. Um, like if it's Bluetooth, near field, near field communication, um, or like Wi-Fi, perhaps. Yeah. Um, because they have to have a video feed go directly into your into your Nintendo Switch. Yeah. So I think it's so, uh, what they're doing is that they they have a camera on the actual cart that you get. So let's yeah. say you have the Mario Kart version. Uh, so you just drive Mario around, and using the camera that's on Mario, it's slowly building out the map for you. So every single like pointer or like mm-hmm. those um, banners that you drop off, it starts scanning those and starts building out the map like that. So right, it's, it's pretty, also it's also augmented reality. Yeah, because yeah, because the camera projects. Um, 3D items into the track. Yeah, yeah. So now so you like... so you need a cart to see the 3D items in there. So it's pretty interesting. It's cool. Yeah. Uh it'll be so it's kind of great for let's say you know families, you know people that want to come over and if you want to do that and come over and and play games together. And this is pretty dope. But I'm I'm it's kind of opening a possibility. I'm thinking kind of like, you know, Pokémon Pokemon uh, Go, where you take augmented reality, which wasn't really used that much in Pokemon Go, to be honest. I didn't really use it. I kind of turned well, it off. It's it's optional, yeah. Yeah, but you can now create your own maps using your own living room, your own virtual space using the camera. And I was thinking, I think we had this talk before where it would be kind of cool if you could upload your map and actually make it into legit fully playable maps for say Mario Kart 8 or some another version of Mario Kart that might come out or the same game itself but right. you have that flexibility like hey you have yourself a new custom map and it's kind of like Mario Maker but just for your for Mario Kart right the, I mean the real game changer would be like can this work outside because yeah I don't know about you but my living room ain't big enough to, to drive a cart around yeah. in circles in any sort of long course. I think um, I think that would require... Actually, it might work out. I'm not sure if it requires um, Wi-Fi connection, but if you just walk your... If you just carry your Switch around and follow your little to- your car around making the points around the block or something, that'd be kind of cool and yeah. upload it. I mean, that, we don't, we're not saying that that's the functionality of it, but it would be dope if Nintendo said, you know what? We could make this a new ne- new level and make people like get out and try new things. I know now it's kind of a weird time to do that, but it'd be good to like at least like, hey, by the way, I have a backyard or hey, I have a lobby right. or whatever that, you know, you could record, make it into a map and then upload it and people could just have cool little tracks based off your locations. Now, obviously I could see the, the little things that could pop up that could go really wrong with that. <laughs> it's like, you know, yeah, a dog comes and snatches it up, or yeah, like some footage, or like, yo, is that some personal stuff? Like, you know, so obviously, do indiscretion, but it would be dope that that was an op- on op- that's an option to mix augmented reality and also online, uh, Mario Kart play. So that, that's a cool right. thing. Yeah, uh, I mean, um, almost as cool as uh. A thirty-five person battle royale in Super Mario Brothers, dude. <laughs> yeah, 
this is uh this is intense. I would never if you were to tell me, hey, Mario Kart's gonna have a thirty five player battle royale game, like super any Mario Brothers game, I would have been like, You're joking. Nintendo will never do that. But it's it's a really off the wall idea, I guess built off of the success of uh of Tetris on Switch. Yeah. So um it it doesn't function like I wanted it to, where you all fight each other in a map, but <laughs> but you do um go platformer style and um compete against other people, um, thirty five other people, and you can get boosts that target the other players and mess up their game. Yeah. So much in the way that Tetris works. It's, so it's pretty cool. I, I like that. It's it still has it's interesting because it still brings in the old school Super Mario game and that vibe that people like about it, but introduced the whole battle royale aspect of it, like the like Tetris way, where you can still mess up other people and see who survives. Right. I mean, make it, the, the, make it the longest without dying. <laughs> yeah, I I know the kind of game you're expecting is kind of like um, Super Mario uh, 64, where there's multiple people trying to accomplish like a, a like a uh, like a map or something like who gets the well, first the first to get the star so it'd be kind of like the first person to get the crown from Fall Guys at Fall Mountain something like that I was I was kind of thinking like um, Super Smash Brothers but oh whoa. um but like 3D like <laughs> 3D that would be insane 3D nah. with a cir- a circle that shrinks <laughs> and you get knocked out <laughs> no nah, that'd be too crazy man I don't think that would survive long I mean technically yeah. speaking. That would be just like uh, speedrunners. When you get to the last level, you get the little yeah. fire around you and circling smaller and smaller. Yeah, we're just insane. Um, yeah. I mean, I'm, that's kind of how they presented. I still, I'll never forget the original Super Smash Brothers trailer. With me and you, the one for me, <laughs> the only one. <laughs> that's not and they, and they all, they all be copyrighted around. from that song, bro. <laughs> yeah, they, they all turn around and they just like start beating the crap out of each other. <laughs> I mean, that's iconic. I think they could. I feel like there's so many opportunities for Super Smash Brothers that yeah. they could make. They could make that better. But, um, this will be cool. This will be. I mean, Tetris ninety nine being the indicator that like this kind of game could definitely work, and people have always loved Super Mario. You'll get my whole generation who grew up with it, and the generation before me that mm. has a love for it. Um. And the generation after me, you know, um, who can barely play it. It's going to lose first every time. <laughs> but, um, yeah, it's gonna. I think it's going to be really popular. Maybe not as popular as some of the other games that we talked about, like Among Us and stuff like that. But I think it has potential to win over uh, a lot of different demographics mm. at the same time. Um what didn't win over a lot of demographics at the same time was Mulan. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Transitions, baby. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I did. I still did not watch it. I think I kind of boycotted it, but, uh-huh. um, <laughs> but apparently even China doesn't appreciate Mulan and how they represented her. Yeah. Um, where a- she's basically a superhero. <laughs> and, 
it's not her intelligence or tactics mm. that get her the W. It's her superpowers that are in her all along, and she just needs to embrace. So, um, I didn't even see the movie, and I know, I know all these details. Yeah, I, I've I've heard that it's kind of like I haven't personally watched it yet, so I can't really criticize of how bad it is or how good it is. But I've heard it's kind of like the the Game of Thrones action version of the movie of the original animation movie, but without all the music and without all the comedy and without all the Oh yeah, they're great out, characters. They took out the songs. I mean, I'm. I yeah. you didn't need to say say no more to get me out of something. Then you take out the songs out of an original dig- Disney movie, like yeah. No, I think no. for for that sense, they should have made it. If they were going to make it like that, they should not make it as a remake, but make it as a spinoff of it, and say, hey, Mulan's whatever whatever arc. Here's like an where his is like a spinoff alternate take of what Mulan could have been as a live action movie. If they worded it have... that way, great. But I think because of the success of, let's say, you know, not everyone liked Aladdin, but the Aladdin, the recent Aladdin uh, remake did have pretty much the same vibe as... Yeah, just a couple new songs. Right. It's, this is the animation, so people liked it. People actually enjoyed it. But you have, like, cases of, like, Lion King where some people love it and some people like, yo, what the hell happened? These lions don't look like lions at all, like the lions that we're used to in terms of the animation, you can't tell them apart. Um, so right. it's a, kind of a mixed bag. Uh, their, yeah, their actress, their main actress had some stuff regards of politics of, in terms of supporting police and brutality oh, yeah. they were doing against, you know, some of the people that are over there that are trying to go um, keep in Hong Kong's liberation. So there's a lot of stuff. And I think overall yeah. it was not a good thing. In term, but they did do... This is why I just learned recently. They did pretty uh, good in the box office in terms of uh, Tenant. So I didn't know Tenant came out. That's news mm. to me. <laughs> so yeah, you know, it, it, you, you don't do a Christopher Dolan movie like that. Yeah, I, I think whoever published it out and released it uh, screwed up. Screwed the pooch really badly, man. Uh, there's... <laughs> I doubt anyone want to go out in the theaters right now. There's like comparing, oh, well, Tenet did bad, then Mulan, like, yeah, well, Mulan had places, like, they had no places plus. <laughs> so many pluses. <laughs> they had Disney Plus uh, subscriptions, so people paid $30 for a movie for Mulan. It's oh, not, that was, yeah, that was new, too. That, that was that, new just for Mulan. Yeah, and that's, that's a great value, honestly speaking, because if you go to the movie theaters with someone else, that's already, like, $40, depending on where you go. In New York, it's like $20 per ticket, $15 per ticket. So 30 bucks to keep it forever, it's not a bad deal. So they didn't do the same for Tenant. Uh, there's not really a streaming service promoting it like Netflix or any button big saying, hey, by the way, here's Tenant. Pay 30 bucks, you get it, full access. You don't even have to have a subscription to you know, Netflix or Disney Plus, like how Mulan did it. Nothing like that. So it was just like, hey, because right now I just, Google it up and Google it up. Google it up. <laughs> <laughs> so I looked it up and um, there's some places that are hosting tenant to go ahead and check it out yourself. Like you just buy the ticket and go and see it. But I still think some people are not really comfortable going to the movie theaters to watch the movies. Or they're not even knowing if movie theaters are even okay to go to yet. There, I guess there are. AMC looks like there has some locations open in New York yeah. anyway. So I didn't know that. So. Yeah, no, I mean, I. it's tempting, but I can wait 
yeah to to see Tenet. Yeah. Um, I sadly, I mean, I love Christopher Nolan like everyone else. Yeah, but um, I can, I can hold out on going to a theater for just a little while longer until mm-hmm. you know I see how things are uh, progressing. Um, because it is an enclosed space with other people very close to you, so. <laughs> You know, it's a little tricky. Um, I'd rather just stay home and keep streaming other stuff. Right. And, yeah. And games. Honestly, I think they should have just Warner Brothers should have just really, really like really took a chance and say, "Head that way. We're gonna do a collaboration for the time being with Netflix, whoever they're that they're cool with, or HBO. I don't know who Warner Brothers are exactly cool with in terms of streaming platforms because they have what uh, they have I their own. I think it's HBO Max. I right. think Warner Brothers is most closely tied to HBO Max. Is it that? <laughs> Don't they have their own streaming service for like DC streaming? Well, stuff like they that? do. Yeah, they have DC Universe as well. Yeah, um, but but I think they're both connected. And actually, I think a lot of things on DC Universe went to HBO Max. Gotcha. So I think they should have HBO Max should have done a big push for Tenant the movie then, and they should have made a huge collaboration with them. Kept pushing and saying, "Hey, by the way, if you purchase it through um, HBO Max, you know, discount or rate if you get the subscription, or just like get it and you have full access to it." But mm-hmm. because of that, you know, they kind of limited themselves from getting additional traffic and screwed themselves over pretty much. So, I think it's a lot of people are saying, "Hey, the movie's performing just like a movie that came out from anyone else besides Christopher Nolan." So it's not looking good. I think they could sh- they should have held it off, waited until they had a proper way to publish this out and plan it out, and then go forward with it. But right now, I mean, I'm impressed. It even made fifty three point six million dollars at the box office. Um, but but ah. its ratings are not what I would consider good for a Christopher Nolan film. It's I, floating I, around seventy two percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, it's it's seventy percent Metacritic. Ugh. Yeah, it's it's definitely well. Remember, the budget is two hundred five million dollars, so a lot of CGI was used in this effort, and their boxes is only fifty three, so it's already a negative. It's really like uh, you're losing a lot a lot of money from this movie already as a investment. So I think I would have invested if that was the case. If you already have that budget right there, you already spend this much money on this movie. Easy five extra million dollars. You know, whatever extra million dollars to partner up with people to publish this out digitally and remove the idea of like, hey, you have to go into the movie theaters to watch this. Because right now it is, it is lucky that it has five fifty million box office so far, but mm-hmm. that's because people really couldn't even go outside or go into well, movie theaters or even know but, that it came out. I didn't know this came out, honestly. <laughs> I mean, but that that just goes to show that you know, that many people really will ride for Christopher Nolan no matter what. True. True. I mean, they don't Tenet is kind of like an original concept, right? Yeah, it's so, an original movie. Yeah. So there's no there's no real backing for this aside from the actors and the director. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Robert Pattinson, you know, he might be getting some some uh some attention real soon with the Batman film. But um, you know, there's there's no major major draws in the cast. Um, John David Washington, I'm sure he's great. Um, 
I'm sure some of the other actors are great. Kenneth Branagh is in there. Um, but there's no major, major, major draw. So it's probably Christopher Nolan that brought out that even that many people in this crazy time. In yeah. The theater. Yeah. So definitely it's sad that it happened, but I think this should be a clear sign for other movies that are possibly trying to come out. Not even if you had the Christopher Nolan name backing it, you get a lot of money. So you're better off finding ways to publish it out on a digital means, partnering with maybe Amazon, Netflix, Hulu, HBO, the works, the whole entire streaming platform there. So you might as well just find another way to also get value for it. That's your tip from the Slate and Way podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Financial movie making decisions. Now, uh. <laughs> for great success, though, for distributing a show, even though this season has been kind of weird doing it in a weekly basis, The Boys, Boys Season 2 has yes, been brother. slapping the slapster everywhere, man. My God, they are just shooting it up, slicing, it's... dicing, not giving a damn. And I'm excited for mature movies again. It's a mature it's... superhero cinema again like wow deadpool had me <laughs> hype when it first came out and Deadpool two 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 whatever uh <laughs> the boys man the boys has been awesome awesome show yeah i mean um obviously we're not gonna really spoil anything here but yeah. um i do i do strongly recommend the the comic but yeah. season two keeps even comic book readers guessing with like every episode and Ooh. I mean, it's so it's so popular. Yeah. That even my even my brother, who's not up on anything, has was watching last week's episode, <laughs> like like just now. So um, you know, it's an incredibly like popular and like attention getting show. So I think I think the season is like it's only going to elevate it. They might even do a third season. Um, oh yeah, for sure. Season. They they should definitely do it. Um. I mean, the potential is unlimited. They um, they are doing it in an interesting way because I think season one, uh, mm-hmm. if someone from Amazon could correct me and then also offer a sponsorship, just saying. Um, <laughs> nice. I think season one was just, they released it all at once, but season two, they're doing it on a weekly basis where it's kind of like a traditional TV show where you have to wait every single Friday to get the new show. It's completely different from what we're used to because we're used to like the Netflix way of just dropping everything all at once and then just right. watching it. So, well, yeah, I, I think that's a formula that was adopted from uh, the Mandalorian mm. there with their schedule. And I don't, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, I'm not even sure if they've released every week. I think they skipped some weeks. Yeah, but, um, yeah, they did. Yeah. But, um, so the, boy, the boys might too. But uh, I'm just happy it's back out. I mean, we didn't even have yeah. to wait that long. Mm-hmm. Really, it was about a year since season one finished. Yeah. Um. So, so I mean, good on them. They just they came right out. I I heard that they had filmed the two seasons almost back to back. Really? Thank goodness. Yeah. Wow. That's so, an actually great feat to do. Yeah. Yeah. It was like I think it was like maybe a couple months between the two. Um, That's awesome. So so yeah, I I'm I'm excited to to close it out. I don't know how many episodes are in this season, but I think currently we're on what six or seven, mm-hmm. maybe mm-hmm. eight. Um, 
So I hope I'm hoping at least twelve, man. Give me, oh. give me consistent. You're asking for that anime longevity, brother. You gotta watch <laughs> out for that, man. <laughs> I want, I want, I want. I mean, yeah, it's hard. I mean, in one of mm. the episodes, they had a dog, um, that goes around humping stuff. Um, very difficult to have a dog in a film production. Yeah. So I could, I could understand. Um, <laughs> they might be technically limited, um, with all the the different things, and then of course, of course, they couldn't really do reshoots because yeah. of you know. The situation, the big, yeah. The big, the big C word. Yeah. So, so you know, I'm hoping, I'm hoping that um, that this season does really well, and they want to put out a season three and explore more than just the main cast that they're exploring right now. The mm. boys' universe is kind of a lot bigger than what they show on the TV show. So, so I think what they're doing is pulling off a MCU in a way. And Ooh, they're they're technically cool. they're I'm not this is just me theorizing it so but th- it's possible because the fact that you told me that they're kind of leaving the comic book readers also second guessing, mm-hmm. which is a big deal because that's like saying manga readers are not knowing what's going on in the anime. That's that's something big, and that's what's happened to a lot of the MCU movies where we know a lot of the general things that's going to happen because of the comics, but the Movies are different. It is different outcomes. A lot of people were supposed to die and die in in the MCU movies. So a lot of things could be switching up for the boys as well because they have a potential of making this as a franchise. Even though this is kind of like a parody, a sarcastic, very mature version of a parody of a superhero DC era, but it, it works really well. So yeah, it's a deconstruction. Like you know, you have a you have a one to one reference for Superman, Wonder Woman, and sort of Batman, but more yeah, Bat- than that later. Bat- yeah, Bat- <laughs> that that he kind of is a mix for me. He's like a definitely he's a mix of Black Panther and Batman, honestly. Well, he's complex, and um, again, not spoiling anything. Black Noir is. A silent, mysterious character in the show. One of my favorites. And and um, his origins may not be the same as they were in the comics, mm. but um, it's so fun to theorize um, what exactly he's going to turn out to be. There's also some theories on the new character Stormfront um, that I won't go into here because it could very well be spoilers. Um, oh yeah, definitely. Especially the most recent episodes. Stormfront is a a character you didn't really expect to come out as like you kind of like okay whatever she's just doing her thing but then it, it gets pretty interesting so they the, especially because it's still a weekly release this last episode on uh, episode five was like okay that was interesting but also she could be really a game like a huge game changer in the show if she wanted to like wow yeah um yeah, that's all, that's all, that's all we're gonna say about that. Yeah, that's that. that's as much as the, like juiciness we could leave it to you because we don't want to spoil anything else. Um, yeah, watch it. Definitely Please. watch it. Yeah, uh, like 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 a superhero show. It is. Uh, there's other TV shows that are that are kind of brewing up a little bit. Um, there's the WandaVision show that hopefully we finally for all this time we've been waiting 
and honestly, I can't blame Disney with the whole situation going on. But um, we might finally get ourselves a, a Marvel show soon, hopefully. <laughs> like, I mean, I don't know what happened to um, Falcon and the Winter Soldier, but this will be the first MCU-related project since um, Infinity War, right? Uh, Endgame. Yeah, um, yes, yes. Well, so, Spider-Man, but yes, yeah, you're right. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah Spider-Man, but mm, <laughs> more so. <laughs> but yeah, full-on, yeah. yes, you're right. Yeah, full-on yeah, yeah. original, yeah, it is. Con- be. Con- continuation of the universe, you know. Right. Um, so it's, it's, very, it's very interesting that um, this is the first one to come out. I, I was honestly least hyped for this uh, trailer because I, I know that um, there's a, there was a show um, X-Men related. Oh my goodness. It's going to bug me um, where basically the whole thing was psychedelic, right? It was all hmm. in somebody's head. And that's the vibe that this show gives me. Oh, um, one, one division kind of looks like it's uh, Scarlet, which is like fever dream. And she's going through like sitcoms from like different eras. And she's going through like these weird worlds that are all different and have the vision in it even though the vision is dead and all of this stuff. So, you know, that's another thing that people are theorizing that the vision either um, is kind of brought back through like Shuri copying vision's mind mm-hmm. and making it a, a, a new vision, um, which I believe is unlikely or Scarlet, Witch making a deal with a witch or a devil to bring back vision and then she pays some sort of crazy price for making that deal um or in the comics she has reality bending powers um that could uh allow her to create a a parallel universe almost and um and have vision there so Mm. so you know there's there's a lot of different things that could happen it could be none of those things or it could be all of them. <laughs> so it it is pretty know, trippy because they they now have a looking at it they ha- they pretty much have a baseline to tell whatever story they want and yeah. make it as trippy as awesome as maybe even black mirror-ish of like intertwining different types of, you know, stuff you together. Know, it's it's that's, that's good. It's kind of they could have a huge hit with this one, especially the fact that, like you mentioned, like it's already going through different, like there's a possibility of her making a deal with an outside force or her yeah. just, her power is going out of control and just being a really crazy uh, stage of her reacting to Vision's death. And, you know, we didn't yeah. get to see that in the movie, but get to see that afterwards. Um, it's, I mean, yeah. It's, it's, uh, it's pretty interesting. It's a... Uh, it's actually, yeah, it's actually kind of new in the way that you don't get to see a hero go through dealing with a death for too long in movies mm. because the plot has to keep moving forward, Yeah, right? When Quicksilver died, you know, people kind of put their heads down for a second and, you know, all right, let's move on, <laughs> you know? Mm. Um, you know, when when Iron Man dies, right? Ooh, big spoiler. Um, you know, we... <laughs> We live in that moment. They have they have a whole funeral. That's probably the most attention 
that yeah. a character death has gotten on screen. By the way, sorry now, if we if we respawned it for you. You had literally <laughs> a long ass time to watch that movie. So I don't even care anymore. All right, so <laughs> please, for the love of God, if you, if this is a goddamn Black Widow movie coming out in November, you should have been watched in game already. At this, at What's this wrong point, with you? If you don't know that Iron Man died, first of all, the trailers for Spider-Man. Spider-Man, yeah, dude, did you know yeah. Spider-Man <laughs> trailers? Just the trailers alone was spoiler enough, so you, yeah. you can't you can't come at us for that one. Yeah, um, that's like that's like never like if you're if you're a fan of Marvel at all, you know, you know. Like, come on. You you had that one person saying, well, I could I technically they didn't watch it yet, you know. Yeah, I was waiting for the special edition uh, DVD the, box set. The, the, uh, the Blu-ray copy, three, you know, it has a steel case covered, you know. <laughs> yeah. Which, technically so, speaking, you would have brought yourself. So. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, imagine yeah. going physically out to a store and buying a box set. No. Come on, bro. <laughs> you you would have gone to Amazon. Let's, let's be honest here. Um... Well, yeah. but, by the way, uh, I not, I'm not sure is if Black Widow is going to be released the same way as Mulan. I hope it does. So then I would, I will actually buy it and put it in Disney Plus. I, I think I think, would. I'll split that with you. Yeah, I I really don't know, and I it honestly makes me kind of sad because it's an event. It's an event to go out and see these films. You know. Yeah. You know, we used to. That's true. We used to get, we used to get together and, and set God, up. God, movies, man. Yeah. yeah. Set up movie weekends. You know, oh, yeah, hey, we're going Thursday night. We're going Friday night. Yeah. You know, um, 7 o'clock, meet at, meet at this location, ah. blah, blah, blah. Like, it used to be a whole thing. And then we'd come out of the movie and we're like, yo, that was awesome. You remember that part? Yeah. Go, you know, so it it will be a little bit disappointing to see um, that that experience could be changed for a while. Um and there's there doesn't seem to be a clear end in sight to 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 this world that we're now living in. So we might we have to learn how to kind of make do. Um, well, we could do movie night at someone's place, get a bunch of popcorn, and charge people fifteen dollars <laughs> for them, so they get the real life experience of it. <laughs> I mean, yeah, hey, there's that. There's that, um, right? Get some six packs, you know. Get some food, order some pizza in, and just like, all right, we're watching you guys. Sit back, relax. Yeah. You know, I mean, I I need to get a hold of somebody's HBO Max account because I watched episode one of Lovecraft Country and I loved it. Yeah, and 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 I had a trial for HBO Max, but I didn't realize that it was coming out weekly, too. So (laughs) I I missed out. I missed out. I need to create another account and (laughs) don't don't do what I do. (laughs) I need to I need to get on that. on that again now um yeah there's not too much i could say about lovecraft country other than uh watch it stream it do everything but mandalorian (laughs) Mm. i could i could say some things about mandalorian Um, they they came out with the season two trailer um i didn't really see that much interesting information from it um, it was kind of more like a teaser, like, oh, yeah, you still got Baby Yoda. Oh, yeah, they're bringing back this character. Oh, there's some new characters. Um, but yeah, supposedly it's going to be uh, interweaving the Jedi into the story now and bringing, bringing Baby Yoda back to the, um, to the Jedi, supposedly. And then maybe not doing that because the Jedi aren't always good guys. So yeah. 
so so yeah that there's there's a very interesting uh story to come about from that but yeah i mean all i can say really is super excited for it and i'm hoping i'm hoping that it's as successful as season one was because you know sequelitis is a real thing oh you know, my god you easily, yeah. f- you could easily fumble a second season of anything yeah like true like true detective man <laughs> oh, um, for sure <laughs> i i'm i'm really excited for it i really i'm kind of like not trying to make myself too hyped up because it's coming out soon this october 30th so mm-hmm. i'm hyped for it but then i'll just like i just gotta set my expectations like a little bit more down i don't want to overhype it i don't want to make myself yeah. feel like oh shit you know it's gonna be more intense more awesome fights more like good story building um but the one great thing like looking at the back behind the scenes from Mandal- uh, mandalorian is um they make everything all like in one place so you know how cgi movies they have you know they're behind a green screen whatever yep they don't do a green screen actually they do is that they project the world around them so you have a character in the middle of the scene they have a camera right in front of his face and they have these displays like in a dome around the person and they control the actual place around them by displaying it it's actually like kind of like an old way of filming but they're using such good leds good like quality screens that project the the image that they want or the video that they want so now it's kind of like a mix of video game uh projection and old school filming so it's kind of cool because you're you're walking around they're on their you know racers and they're on their like you know ship and whatnot and they're all in the same place it never really changes they don't really have to change the set much they just have to bring in like props here and there but it's pretty it's it's awesome it's an awesome way of doing it so i think that that's why they're able to take out season two so quickly because it came out like last year right yeah um like towards the end of last year yeah so just the fact that even during this pandemic they're able to whip out season two which there's a lot of shows that came out within the year and Mm -hmm. there's not a a sight and scene in terms of having another season yet yeah like so it's pretty impressive so i'm I'm, i can't wait to see what they able to pull out especially during these times so it's it's i'm hyped for that for sure yeah um should should be amazing um all right we still have a ton of topics to get through so um <laughs> so let's let's this is, quickly, this is gonna be a meaty for, this is gonna be a meaty podcast guys so our last podcast was mostly playstation stuff this one we're, we're gonna give you all the works so yeah, enjoy every, it. everything that we're into yeah um so in the world of anime um crunchyroll I just happened to be browsing around today and I saw that um, the fall 2020 schedule is somewhat out. Oh, nice. Um, and we have some announcement for uh, anime coming out this season. So there's a lot of cool stuff that I've heard that was hyped up. Burn the Witch is one of the things that... Um, Burn the Witch. Yeah, Burn the Witch was uh, apparently from uh, Taite Kubo, the, the uh, original magaka for uh bleach mm. so oh. so it could be kind of like bleach um oh. i see a cool image of like a woman riding a dragon um 
So Wait, is that's it, cool. Uh, <laughs> I first I've. <laughs> I, I don't know why I thought for a second. Uh, what's that movie called? Uh, something in uh, Neverland, in Neverland, something like that. The Promised Neverland. Promised Neverland. Yeah, I don't know why yeah. I thought about that. <laughs> yeah, no, but that that's that's gonna be really cool. Um, I I just happened to glance at that too. Um, Attack on Titan, uh, final season is Ooh. coming out. That's going to be huge. I couldn't oh, man. handle December. I couldn't handle waiting. So I such a tease. I, I know manga spoilers, so I'm not going to say anything. <laughs> I, I, but it I, will be I, good. I, I hate your kind. <laughs> <laughs> you should. Um, Haikyuu, uh, another very popular series. Um, I think... Haikyuu, that... isn't, isn't that... Um, what you call it? What's that series Volley- about? The, the volleyball Volleyball. Yeah. yeah, okay. Yeah, I watched Kokoro no Basket, um, mm-hmm. which is about basketball. And I really enjoyed that. So I think a volleyball series would probably probably grab me the same kind of way. I've been told many times that I need to watch it. There's um, a lot of interesting shows here that yeah. for some reason off the cuff, like just looking at the first one, Jujutsu Kaisen, it kinda I don't know why that character right there looks like Kakashi to me. But <laughs> Oh, because it's got a band over his face. Yeah, and then there's a guy <laughs> with a freaking Tadori or a Rasengan oh yeah cover right there so i'm like okay some naruto influence right there oh yeah i mean how could you not be influenced by naruto it's actually probably like uh the new dragon ball z in terms of influence yeah everybody's read it if you're into manga at all um is it wrong to try to pick up girls in a dungeon (laughs) is coming back with the third season um if you if you want to continue your uh your fetish or whatever your desires to see some good anime i guess uh just like that that workout anime with the girls and whatnot i haven't watched that anime by the way <laughs> i know that was a huge thing oh keijo you talking about keijo? is it keijo i think it might be yeah yeah, yeah. uh it's a there's another show i just i was just scrolling around and i just saw this uh iwaka iwakaru iwakaru man sports climbing girls <laughs> Yo, honestly, I'll check it out. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, like yo, know. we're going to put no. these intense sports activities in place. Beautiful hentai-looking girls in them. Definitely good yeah. sales. Yeah, no no cap. Like, I, I No we... cap, man. They just, they, they're just going to go for it, man. They're like, well, they brought out a good um, motivational way of making people work out in the oh. anime. Oh, so now yeah, there's got... a there's a Inuyasha sequel series called Yashahime, uh, Princess Half Demon coming out. Um, it's the None? last thing that's that has a <laughs> it's the last thing that has a thumbnail on the page as of now. Um, there's a lot more series to to come on the list, but um, whoa, but but yeah, that's that's going to be interesting. Wow, um, they're continuing that. That's that's uh that's something. That's big. Yeah, Inuyasha had a ton of fans. I think they ruined it. <laughs> One thing, <laughs> they should have pulled off a Naruto Boruto <laughs> like title Naruto thing here. They, they had, they had, they they missed it. They missed it. They should have said Inuyasha, Yashimi Princess Half Demon arc, whatever you know, and just named it that. I mean, because yeah, then you I, you have actually, the big SEO of Inuyasha there. People are like what in Yuasha back? What the hell? Um, you gotta, gotta. I'm actually. Oh no, you know what? I was gonna say something that's not true at all. 
Wow. Uh, <laughs> uh, the writer for um, oh man, but Veroni Kenshin mm-hmm. was in hot water. Uh, and I think it might have involved the creator of Inuyasha, oh. so they might not want to uh, associate the two. Oh, so interesting. So, even though the so character is in there, literally yeah, in the poster. I'm, I'm, I mean, I'm not sure. I might just be totally like I know that the writer for Ronin Kenshin was was in some hot water. Gotcha. And even uh, all the mangaka, like a lot of the mangaka, are friends. Mm-hmm. Even even people that were associating with him uh, took some took some flack for associating with him. Gotcha. Um, <laughs> but I think that's since recovered. And I and honestly, I mean. You know, um, I'm not I'm not here for it because I think it was some uh, child pornography stuff. So, ooh, dude, <laughs> what's with these people going to that? My God, bro. Yeah, yeah, you have all this hentai. You make all these enemies, bro. Stick to that, man. They already make these hentai looking mad weird. Yeah. So don't do. And he didn't. He didn't even deny stuff. it. Um, God, yeah. man, it's it's people, bad. people. Um. Continuing stuff, you know, you have the usual suspects. Yeah. Black Clover, Boruto, um, Case Closed, um, Digimon, which... Digimon? I, Digimon I still... Monsters. I never got back into watching. Um, yeah, uh, so it's a brand new thing, right? Or is it just a same... Or is it, or is it something like the spinoff well, or something like that? It's the original Digi-Destined. It's oh, the original so, cast, but... Oh. Um, they they milk. changed some of the story elements, so it's like a re-release of the original, which oh. honestly I think is a is a good idea. Um, That's to, good. To release I, it with some new adventures. I I, I want to see War Greymon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, War Greymon. And, and the uh, and Patamons of all form, that angel. Oh yeah, dude. Yeah. Who was it? My friend told me he was like, "Yo, Digimon was created by Jamaicans." <laughs> <laughs> was it? <laughs> No, it wasn't, dude. It was like adding Mon to every at the end of everything. Oh, that's <laughs> hilarious. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, Fire Force season two. Fire Force, man. It's the same. Fire Force is from the same folks of um, what's that great uh, skull? Was it skull something? Not skull. Ah. Um, you oh, know I'm tomorrow. talking about. Are you talking about uh, Soul Eater? Soul Eater, yes. Same creators from Soul Eater, I believe. They actually have references to Soul Eater in the show. That makes sense. Um, yeah. They do a similar like slamming door skull thing. Yeah. Between between like the the intro and the show, so right. makes sense. Um, I'm I'm finishing up season one, and it gets better. Yeah, I haven't um, finished it yet. I've, I've I mean I watched a good amount of it and. I'm still bashing it for its animation, which I will say the same for Black Clover. Both have great stories, or at least premise of the stories, but animation is ruining it for me. Like, I guess... Well, I understand your point more so with Fire Force. Yeah. So, I mean, that's understandable, because Fire Force will literally just keep you on one frame for about a minute or two. And you're just like, I know that you're doing this for dramatic effect, but also trying to save money. So I'm not appreciating it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, um, yeah. And all the other stuff, One Piece, Shadowverse. Um, yeah. I'm not, not as interested in, in Shadowverse. Uh, major season two or oh, even yeah. good, pretty cure. 
eh. Um, but yeah, there's a lot of good stuff continuing. Um, not as heavy as of an anime season, uh, at least on Crunchyroll, um, as normal uh, for obvious reasons. Mm-hmm. But um, a pretty a pretty good meaty meaty chunk for for me to chew on because I mean I don't have to watch every single anime. I just want to watch the ones that I'm kind of interested in. Right. Like like the the um burn the witch i i'll have to look into because everybody loves bleach um bleach might get a sequel series i hear soon shadow so, shadow verse looks like the like the spiritual version of Yu-Gi-Oh. either that or it's a bootleg version of it oh it's a, it's based <laughs> on a smartphone game called shadow verse i didn't know that oh well, there you go yeah wow <laughs> that's that's cool um yeah. I'm, I'm one... there's, there's probably a lot more anime coming out this season, but yeah. this is just what Crunchyroll had. For for Boruto, Naruto, Next Generations, five thousand. Uh, I'm wondering if um if there's some people that could uh give us some guides in terms of how to avoid the massive amount of fillers in that goddamn shows because I heard that the manga gets goddamn good. I'm I'm it, it gets to the good parts, and I don't know if I just like avoid everything <laughs> and just start right now um i like, would look for a filler chart and be like all right what's the current what's the current filler that's out and skip right. those episodes yeah because and I'm sure you'll save yourself like a hundred episodes worth because there's, 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 there's some even non-filler sh- episodes that are like pretty trash and it's like okay well i know you defeat this guy with a thousand shiring well, guns but e- even it was not even really in the good. manga like the amount of times that Naruto and Sasuke get slapped and Boruto ends up helping is upsetting. So, um, Damn. That's... It's, it's kind of uh, kind of a little frustrating. Uh, but, you know, who knows? Maybe one day people will stop hating Boruto. <laughs> yeah, I think, honestly, if, if I were to do it again, I would say, hey, we're starting this from a clean slate in terms of we're taking all the good episodes and making it more polished and just release it like that. And then they have more time to work on the new content. Like kind of do what the movies do where they oh. re-release the same content, but stretch it out in episodes like that. Yeah. Just do it again for the episodes. Just like do a, a brotherhood, like, you know, yeah. and, and just do it justice because a lot of people got turned off by it. A lot of people got turned off by it. I got turned yeah, off I, by it and I'm I a huge like- Naruto fan. Like I watched so. like the first thirty episodes, and honestly, um, I watched it like, had it had me at times. Um, there was like, a point where Konohamaru did some crazy Rasengan and sent somebody flying. Oh yeah, but, yeah, yeah. But, um, but yeah, it's, but for the most part, you don't get a lot of that. Yeah, I, I mean, I was into like the hundreds part, I believe, in the episodes. I think I was high up there, mm. and I was pissed. <laughs> I was like. Dude, I, I I don't know why. Maybe it's because I because watching it back in the day, Naruto felt more faster, or maybe just more stuff happened, or because of life. But it felt like it was just dragging on for to Naruto. It just felt like there's some stuff like okay, Boruto, here we go. Last generation, the it, first of the last of the second. Yeah, yeah. It was <laughs> it was too long, and I was just like, can we get to the action? Like I didn't want a fully action scene movie, but or not movie, but anime. But I'm like. There's a lot of stuff that there's good materials, but I guess it was just like 
they were trying to catch up to it. Either that or the manga wasn't really fully fleshed out during the time that I was watching it. But I hear good things now. Like, people are saying, yo, it, the manga slaps now. So Yo, um, you know what manga is really slapping right now? Which one? Freaking My Hero Academia. I've Stop. Like, I followed too many anime reviewers. Stop. I keep seeing thumbnails. I'm Stop. sorry. It's, it looks really good. I'm, I'm, I'm very sad that I don't see anything about a new season of My Hero anytime soon. Dude, yes. So, what is going on with that? That is that no. is so bad. Like I understand, everyone is trying to deal with the situation as it is, but mm-hmm. I feel like anime shouldn't be as. I mean, I guess because everyone's so used to being in the offices and doing that, being right next to each other. But mm-hmm. everyone should have webcams by now. Everyone should have all that. And if if you don't, you have a you're a big company that's willing to invest money on average video games. So, like, you could give your staff some webcams, some proper computing, and let them do the anime properly and get paid and give them a salary during this crazy times. Like, keep the the ball rolling. Like, don't, don't, don't let it die. Don't fizzle out. Come on. I mean, if One Piece can come back in full force, and they were clearly affected, Bro. Um, then, Bro. then, yeah. <laughs> they're, they're, they're never going to die. I feel like... Yeah. One piece will still be going, and I'll have grandkids. Back in my day, this episode, I saw this in episode 900. I know right now it's episode 5,000, but you got to watch it from episode 900. It's really good right there. Like, it's yeah. going to be, it's going to get to that point. I mean, I, props to it. The fact that it's still making episodes and still doing a good job, it makes me want to watch One Piece fully. Yeah, I mean, makes me want to watch I, it I mean, yeah, you again use a guide, maybe, <laughs> right? So I'd watch and watch some movies, some recaps, some, some, yeah, some, some full on like things that bring you through seasons. Because I'm not going to tell anybody to sit and watch a thousand episodes. No, no, I can't do it. <laughs> no, 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 I can't do it. That. It's just going to be too but, much. But I, yeah, I'll, the, I'll probably see some movies. movies the yeah, movies can get you through, and you don't. There's some whole arcs that you probably don't need to really get that deep into. Gotcha. Um. Uh, speaking of movies, I do recommend uh, Movie 2 for My Hero Academia. I believe it's called Twin Hero. Uh, no, Heroes Rising. Um, that was really good. I can't recommend it enough. It shows some current anime stuff, like stuff that happened at the end when did that of come the out? season. It came out like months ago. Like at least a couple months ago. Um, yeah, I... I I, oh, it I was have, right. I have, tra- I have the trailer there. What was what's the date on the? It's trailer? in February 18th, so right right before yeah. the whole shit happened. Yeah, damn. Yeah. Um. So, so I mean that's interesting. They sh- they show um, no no spoilers here, but they show Endeavor and how he and how he looks. So, very like, oh yeah, Endeavor, my <laughs> I without my, my sugar saying, daddy. Um, um, if you know, if you know, you know. Yeah, but, yeah, you know. <laughs> but, yeah. Uh, I personally haven't watched it yet, so I'm definitely gonna watch it soon, um, probably this weekend because it's been. Way... Oh, I had to. Go, I had to go on a hunt to find it for free. So <laughs> uh, we don't endorse any free things here. We we all this is free, quote unquote. We pay for it. Yeah, sure. Uh... <laughs> yeah, no, it's you know, it's it's gettable, it's findable, it's fine. Um, unlike. Um, my 
anime recommendation for this week, Vinland Saga, which you have to get on Amazon Prime. <laughs> yeah, if you haven't got Amazon Prime to watch uh, The Boys yet or any of the yeah. good shows that's on there, uh, I have to start exploring Amazon Prime. There probably is like other hidden gems in there. Uh, Vinland Saga, my God, great show, fantastic story. And probably uh, a season two coming yeah. in the future. Twenty twenty one by the end of twenty twenty one, please. Yeah, I think I think by twenty twenty one, I think we should all be somewhat back to normal. <laughs> hopefully, um, yeah. Um, yeah, and then the other, my other recommendation is uh, Hitman Reborn. Kateko Hitman Reborn. Uh, oh, really? It's it's ah. it's a it's a good show. I don't think it's ever going to come back. Um, I don't think it was popular enough, but it's like a standard shonen. Um, it's kind of, I'll give you a quick, like, summary. It's basically about a mafia baby that goes back in time to train a 15-year-old to use superhuman powers to make his mob family the strongest mob family in the world. So, uh, <laughs> if that doesn't grab you, I don't know what will. <laughs> what kind of Inception, Time Wizard, Magic crap? What? <laughs> Yeah, basically, this wimpy kid uh, gets. This is like uh, a. This is like Endgame right here. <laughs> but dude, by the end of the series, dude is badass, like flying I around, shooting lasers and stuff. My man, <laughs> he got support from some badass dude from the pat from the future. Man, he should get yeah. be the best. Yeah, the uh, number one mob boss. Um, I very I, cool. I personally haven't watched. I actually played a video game first before even watching this show. That's kind of surprising to me. Um, yeah, because they, they might they might do an HD remake one day. They might just like do. Oh, if they could skip the first like twenty two episodes of filler, oh, yeah, it would be so much better. But season two, uh, anybody who's watched it will tell you is amazing, and then it kind of keeps ramping up from there. Mm. So, so strong. strong a, I mean, it it lasted a pretty long time too. Eight. Eight years in a run? Yeah. Wow. That's yeah. that's still good. I it's think I think it the thing I think uh it kind of missed the whole anime hype train, that's why. You know, we kind of right. the anime whole the whole anime hype train kind of started around after two thousand ten. You know, yeah. like right in like thirteen, fourteen, that's when a lot of people will start coming out as anime fans and start well, like packing up anime cons that were mostly empty to now packed so yeah uh it kind of missed that that range right there because a lot of the a lot of shows that we liked that we grew up on were like pretty much no like a lot of people don't watch know about hunter x hunter surprisingly or brotherhood like i was surprised like wait you never seen this show no i watched this new current show like oh you need to get your virginity popped by watching this hunter x hunter the fuck are you doing Watching this yeah. crappy Fire Force. Fire Dude, Force. I, I I would love to write like a, a starter pack for like anime people. Like, hey, like if you if you if you think you might be into anime, here's here's a here's a pack. Uh, what what type of things do you like? Oh, you're into like a little bit more macabre stuff. All right, we'll give you Death Note and uh, a little bit of <laughs> a little bit of Soul Eater. Right, we'll give you some more stuff like that. Um, oh, you're into fantasy type things oh, we'll give you a little bit of a uh, full metal alchemist uh <laughs> you know we'll, we'll give you a little bit of a uh, fairy tale 
uh, <laughs> if you're into that kind of trash. <laughs> so <laughs> so yeah, no, I would love to like open up a in the future. Oh my god, imagine a service where you get anime recommendations from like a a supposed professional. <clears throat> kind of kind <throat> of like my anime list. Um yeah. we'll we'll uh we'll we might have that in the works, you know, maybe some down the line. We were not saying anything, but that's a little preview. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hey. Um it is now intellectual property of this podcast. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, man. We said it first. Date and time. It is now September twenty fourth at ten forty four PM. <laughs> <laughs> like, damn, these guys are starting these podcasts really late. Like, yeah, man. This is how how we roll here, man. Pretty late. And yeah. we, we we're not doing any damages to this this property. We gotta make sure that we do justice. Not unlike <laughs> UEC. Switching oh. up to that transition, baby, to tech. <laughs> got uh, it, you got it. Um so New Egg uh has up a lot, man. They screwed up. Uh so if you didn't know, this actually relates to gaming too, so that's a twofer. Um the new graphics cards from NVIDIA has been announced some time ago. Last week they had the pre orders for the thirty eighties that were awesome value for the price because of what they did and they're good to go. But the pre-orders were trash. And by trash, I mean pretty much people with bots and people that had uh, pretty much software that did everything for you got all the graphics cards. There was a lot of few people that were manually able to get graphics cards and not a lot of people that, that were really waiting there at 9 o'clock in the morning. Once it turned 9 o'clock, it was there for one second, and then it was hijacked from your card. So, I've never heard of a graphics card with like sneakerhead height. <laughs> like you know, it's it's rare, but it happens. It, it's rare, but that, that's the thing. It only happens like every single couple of years. You know, it's kind of like PlayStation and Xbox when they come out with the new consoles. You you're, you're like, holy shit! I can't even get myself a PS4. I can't get myself an Xbox. It's already sold out. But then. Right. You know, you wait a couple months, a couple weeks, they restock, and then you're able to get one, right? So, I mean, yeah, I guess, I guess in a way, it's kind of like um, a new generation yeah. for a computer. Yeah, so it, it is. You're, it you're is stepping this... up to the new level. I mean, if I could play that new sexy-ass Minecraft, oh, <laughs> <laughs> I would I uh, get on it. <laughs> this, guy, this guy watches Minecraft form, by the way. Um, <laughs> Not so, real Minecraft. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so uh yeah this is the new generation the tw- the 2000 series for from Nvidia came out like in 2018 I believe. So this has been 2 years. It kind of comes out every 2 years or every year depending on the cycle. But sold out everywhere. Now the big thing is or one of the big things this just came out recently. So some of the uh 30As has been shipping out from last week came mm-hmm. in without any boxes. So a lot of people are getting their <laughs> are getting their thirty eighties without any manufacturer boxes and they're all bent. They're all damaged. It's like imagine getting your iPhone or getting your Android Galaxy ten Pixel phone, whatever, and without the manufacturer box. They just took the phone, threw it in a cardboard box, no cables or anything maybe, and just put some bubble wraps and called it a day. So it's pretty bad. 
It's like getting your laptop without a freaking manufacturer, no padding at all. So right, and I imagine the the delivery people are just throwing these boxes nowadays because they are overworked and underpaid. So, oh, what a what a rough time. So what might be happening is that um, they have what was that? Uh, they have um, these. You know, you have the manufacturer ones. You get the ones from the boxes that's already, you know, in its current packaging, like any mm. product that you get. But with graphics cards, they do have a lot of extra graphic cards that they have laying around to make these machines, like pre-built computers that you buy anywhere. Like, oh, yo, get this machine that has the new specs here and there from i7, 32 gigs, and and whatever graphics cards. They They have those computers laying around because they build it in the shop, and then they sell it forward so it looks like it's possible that instead of because they ran out of those original 3080s they ran out of the regular packaging they're like you know what we don't have any more 3080s let's just grab the ones that we're going to sell for our for our computers that we're going to build and just throw it in the box call it a day so a lot of people have been getting 3080s bent up damaged like just throw in a plastic bag and that's it so it's uh, it's pretty crazy. It's pretty crazy. Yeah, yeah uh, then, I feel bad. And then you had the thirty nineties too. Right? Oh yeah, so thirty nineties uh again announced uh it was supposed to release this morning. I was there nine o'clock in the morning, ready up for this guy. I couldn't get it. Right. <laughs> These bots, they they they're they're savages, man. I couldn't get it, and um, pretty pricey. And honestly, because of the launch. The pre-orders were fourteen hundred dollars. Yeah, so that's the thing. Everyone thought because the thirty ninety, yeah, yeah, exactly. So thirty eighty, what they set, uh, what the benchmarks and a lot of people are getting from thirty eighties is that it could do four K, uh, with RTX, which is ray tracing, is like special lighting for simple terms, and good sixty Easy. frames per second ultra, no stress. You're good. You're set. It outperforms the graphic card that was before generation that used to cost $1,200. So people thought, wow, this is great. La mm -hmm. uh, a graphics card that cost 700 bucks performs better than a graphics card that was sold for $1,300 or $1,200 for. Great. Mm -hmm. So here comes a $1,400, $1,500 graphics card that's supposed to be the bigger, badder one that says, hey, yeah, it could do AK60 and Ultra. Well... Mm -hmm. It costs more, but yet it doesn't perform that much better in 4K. So a lot of people are let down because it's only 10, 10 to 15% better in performance. So people are saying, wait, so what's the point of paying almost double the price of the existing, like of, 30, of a 3080 and, you know, losing out a lot of money just for like 10% of performance? Nah, it doesn't make any sense. So a lot of people, what the 3090, what I see it, what it's meant for, it's more meant for... Um, video editors, people that are doing AK editing, they're doing some crazy manipulation of graphics and they need that like that RAM boost that's in the 3090. Uh, but it's expensive. It's 1500 bucks. That's the same price as a lot of people's computers right now with a 3080. So um, not worth it. So I think that's going to be a, cr a crappy part right there that's going to happen. And, you know, they have to take ownership to all the pre-order hassle that's going on. And uh, speaking of ownerships and crappy situations, um, <laughs> TikTok 
is now technically partially owned by Oracle and I believe also Walmart. I have to double check on that. But yeah, they, Walmart had some stake in, yeah. in, the, in the deal. Yeah. So with that double combo right there, uh, it doesn't look like they're getting full-on access to the company. It's more like a they're getting stock of the, glo- the global version of TikTok. So TikTok Global is going to be the new one that's being distributed to U.S. and all the other ones that are not China-based. But the code is possibly the same. All the infrastructure is going to possibly be the same. So there's not really a security issue that, like what Trump was saying, and he had a good reason. Hey, you know, we should ban this because it's, it is taking, you know, our data and using it for ill-intentional reasons, or we don't know what they're using our data for. So let's get that fixed. Um, right. So that's a, that's a valid reason, no matter where, where side of the po- politician party you're, you're coming from. My thing is that the solution doesn't fix anything. <laughs> like, this is still uh, the same issue where it's still going to be, hey, yeah, you get this thing in here, uh, but you don't, get, you don't get any, you know, there's no control. The data is still right. going to be the same. They can still manipulate. You don't know how the code looks like. So it's, it's pretty schemish. It's pretty just like for fluff now at this point. It's not really for actual security for the United States uh, American citizens or anyone in right. general that's worried about data security. So Right. I mean, I don't think it was... <laughs> Actually, it's hard to say. I mean, you never know what's going on uh, behind the scenes with these companies. Right. But... but um. You know, it was, it was crazy that a president was going to shut down a company, pretty much, in yep. the United States, just because it could have negative political implications and security implications. I mean, I can understand people in the government not being allowed to use it. Yeah. But um, when you tell the entire American public that you're shutting down thing, um, you know, it was... It was it was pretty crazy. I mean, and it, it seemed like it was going to happen, but at the last minute, Trump just <laughs> vetoed his own his own order and was like, "Yeah, you know what, Oracle and Walmart, you're all right. Uh, go for it." <laughs> you know. So thank goodness, um, because I'm not a big TikTok person, but I think it sets a bad precedent if a if a business just gets bullied out by by uh by politics you know so i'm glad i'm glad that this uh this went through at least at least for now we'll see what happens yeah we don't Um, yeah i because we still don't know the finer details of this this is more initially based of what happened during the week uh there might be more information there might be more like data and tech that comes through but Mm -hmm. This is the same company. So Bint Dance has been through this before. Um, they owned, I believe, Grinder, which is the. Uh, yeah, they did shut that down, didn't they? Yeah. Um. Yeah, which was a a a Tinder basically for uh for uh homosexual men, I believe. I don't know if it was also for homosexual women. But, I'm yeah. not sure. I'm, I'm, I'm also, I'm not sure if it was from the same company as Bitdance, but I think it was definitely what happened with Grinder was the same thing that was happening now is that they were forcing them to like, hey, by the way, you're using a 
U.S. Com- uh, U.S. Uh, Chinese companies' infrastructure. We don't know what's going on there. There's no transparency on it. You had to split it up, and that's what they did. Yeah. Now I don't know what happened in terms of if that actually you can see all the data and all the code and see what they're actually doing with it. But it doesn't look like, based on what we know now, it might have been changed. There might have been uh, some new updates in terms of transparency, but we don't know if Oracle and Walmart will be able to see what's going on in the code and see what's going on with the, uh, the server and all the data infrastructure of TikTok and seeing how, how because honestly, this is actually, a, it's, it's important in a way that, hey, it is effect. It's kind of messed up. Hey, this government has all the information of your high school kids, of all these young kids, all these teens, all these adults that are just using it every single day. So uh, I could see yeah. why people are trying to push for, like, say, Triller, and that's why uh, Charlie uh, D'Amelio D'Amelio <laughs> went to, to Triller, man. So yeah. I mean, I mean, it's big. it's interesting because, um, I mean that shows. Again, the power of uh, of a creator influencer, um, it could push a lot of people to Triller. I mean, Triller was already getting pretty big, but um, you know, the biggest TikTok star, yeah, arguably, ar- arguably maybe one of the biggest influencers in the world, uh, joined the competitor. You know, mm-hmm. um, but I think both TikTok and Triller will probably have a bit longer of a lifespan. Uh, right now i mean remember it wasn't that long ago that facebook uh was having similar kind of questions about data access and data security um but that's an american company so Mm. you know the story the 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 dialogue was a little bit different and i didn't i didn't hear trump coming down on facebook that hard (laughs) yeah I, um, i think the the thing the major thing is that um with moving with company like a company like Triller, what that brings into the table is that now you have um, the possibility to move everything to the U.S. That's gonna be the big push, and they already have, you know, Charlie. They have like other TikTokers here and there. Um, and the biggest thing I think they could definitely win a lot of, um, definitely a lot of uh, influencers on from TikTok is if they had a paid like platform like a way that they could pay the influencers to get money from, you know, visitors or just from ads or whatever. Right now, I, from what I understand is that there's not a lot of, there's not a lot of information or a lot of ways to get money from TikTok. So you're kind of asked out. So, right. I mean, you could, you could score a brand deal, but yeah, I mean, it's not like YouTube, I guess, where, right. or, or Twitch where you can get money either directly from your fans mm-hmm. or you can get uh, automatic kind of sponsorships with ads on YouTube and stuff like that. Right. Um, which actually I saw an article about uh, Twitch uh, starting to put uh, advertisements on, on people's Twitch channel, which is something that's incredibly unpopular. Um, Advertising so on I, Twitch channels? Yeah, like the... I don't think it's happened yet, but okay. there was there was talks of um, putting advertisements in streams just to make more revenue for Twitch. Whoa! Um, I didn't know that. So yeah, that's it's pretty bad. Everybody was immediately against it. Um, so I, I'll have to wait and see if that actually comes through. Maybe we'll we will have more on that next week. Yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> we'll let you guys know. Um, 
Well, from all the crazy things that's happening around the world, man, um, you just needed, uh, like we talked about this company so many times already in this, in this podcast, but uh, this is kind of like last minute. We, we just learned about this today. Um, instead of scrolling through your, your, your phone to see, you know, the latest influencers right now, what happens if you control a security camera that could fly around your house and let you know what's going on? And if you want to have that ability, well, Amazon has a new Echo Show 10. Now, we're not sponsored from Amazon. This is something just interesting to us because uh, it's just crazy. So you have the new Echo Show 10, which is a, uh, a new kind of smart speaker. And then you have their new uh, – Amazon also owns Ring. So Ring has a always-on home cam. So these, these two products were announced today. The drone is the always home cam, which is it'll just be in like a little speaker looking box. And mm -hmm. when let's say something happens, maybe someone opens the door, maybe there's like a trigger alert, the camera automatically turns on, starts flying up as like a little drone and goes towards the location of where the sensor was tripped or activated. So instead of having multiple cameras around the house, you could have, or your facility or your office, whatever, you could technically have one. And you just need, instead of having a lot of cameras, you just have a lot of sensors. So you could kind of do that now. Now it's kind of, it's interesting because, you know, Amazon's been pushing this like whole, like, hey, let's have drones that deliver things to your house, whatever. I don't think, I've, I, we haven't experienced that yet in New York City. Maybe in upstate New York or somewhere else that's been happening, but over here in New York City, I don't think, I don't think drones delivering any packages will work here. <laughs> like, like, especially hey, if yo, you live in a building. There goes another drone flying by a house. Hey, yo, get that. Yo, yo get that, that thing. Yo, yo, yo. That's three hundred dollars on the market right either, now. Either either you that. got people coming out with guns more often, or you got people bringing back the 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 hugest easy way to use slingshots now. Slingshots will go off the market. Like, yo, just slingshot that shit, bro. Yo, get the paintball gun real quick. Yo, keep the paintball gun. Yo, right. E yo, EPM gun, EPM glass that shit, bro. The EPM gun. Oh, <laughs> drops to the ground, it's done. Just get yeah. the package. And now, if yo, although, and, although, although they would probably have a, a GPS signal, of course, but if you have to shut if down, you, if you EPM blast that, that drone, it's gonna crash down. It's over. Yeah. They don't, yeah, GPS well, might I, better, I better fry the GPS. Well, yeah. Then Amazon's gonna be. Well, I bet Amazon's gonna have the, the last. It's gonna have the last live location that shit's gonna be flying in. So it's gonna be like, okay, it went down over here, but now they're yeah. like, great. Now we have freaking guys with EPM guns blasting our packages. Especially if they see like, yo, they just see a package like, yo, is that a box? Yo, that shit has Nike stamping on it. Yo, blast that shit yeah. off the sky. I mean, because yeah. you know, I've been, I've been buying products here and there and whatnot, and, and I'm about to start reviewing stuff. Side plug. Um. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of these, a lot of these packages, man, they come with the manufacturers stuff right in, like it's inviting people to steal it. I don't care about your branding on my goddamn box. Why do I have Nike tape on my box? So then anyone that passes by my door and says, yo, Nike, this could be some new pair of Jordans right here. Or this could be like the new freaking wave, some new dunks or whatever. Snatch. Yeah. Now they stole some pair of sneakers that could have been worth like 500 bucks, but you know what? Can't do anything about it. And you can't get another one because what? It's like the, the hype beast stock market right now going on. People just like 
buy, resell, runs out of stock, you're you're screwed over. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I think uh, Amazon. We kind of went inside judgment on that one. <laughs> but <laughs> I think I think uh, Amazon, even though they're pushing out this cool home cam thing, it's pretty interesting. But I do see a lot of people having issues with it. Like it could. I I bet they made it smart enough to avoid fans. I bet they made it smart enough to like go under or fly maybe up a stairs. Who knows it does. But yeah. my thing is that what happens if you need like it's definitely a specific user. It's not for a person that needs constant surveillance that needs to know even what's going on when there's not a sensor triggered. Like say what's happening outside or maybe um what's going on outside the front porch. You have a dedicated camera for that. This is more like it, it makes more sense for like maybe kids. If you have kids around, if you have stuff items here and there, yeah. you could summon your floating drone camera and move around. It's kind of creepy too, but you can move yeah. around the house. Like, oh, there's where there's where's my dog at? You know, there's my dog, or there's my cat fucking over the freaking couch again, or whatever. You know what's going? On. You could fly around and do that. But it's kind of low key creepy. I personally much rather prefer stationary cameras with like rotating head so I could then I could just manually drag it around and just have them all over the place. Then having a camera that's flying around that could easily probably just get swatted away, you know. If a if a if a villain villain <laughs> villains. Uh my hero academia is still in my head. If a if a criminal or robber is coming into your house and they really already took the effort to bust through your house, they see a floating camera that's coming towards them. They're probably gonna swing the shit out of it and destroy it. They're not gonna I mean, give a that'd shit. Be, that'd be a lot of fun. You know? Hey, <laughs> like unless let, this... me get, let me get my Louisiana slugger <laughs> bust this thing, bust that'd this be, thing up. Yeah, they're not that, gonna that'd be more incentive. And then you'd be like, oh, these people have money because they got this new. Right, they like automatically. <laughs> like, oh, this guy's future. You know, they just steal everything they got, man. They don't care. And I like, mean, oh, I, I have a rule of thumb with these things. Um. And maybe and this is kind of the opposite of of what your rule of thumb would be, but um, I generally don't want to get the first version of anything, yeah, and and put that and put that to mainstream use because there will be bugs. I remember the Echo when it first came out had bugs. Oh, yeah. The Google Home had bugs. Yeah, you know, um, you, you never you yeah. never want to be on the bleeding edge. That's why I learned. Um, like I, I appreciate, let's say, the new Galaxy phone, the new first foldable phone, whatever. But it's not gonna be good. It's gonna be like a prototype. It's gonna be kind of like a beta product. So, right. The first one of this, just wait for the second iteration. Make sure you get all right. the people that sacrifice their privacy and their and their living room <laughs> and whatever the dining room get it all damaged up and messed I'm... up. And then when the second version comes up, the new Always Home Cam Two from Ring. A Amazon company comes out yeah. and just says, "Hey, by the way, uh, yeah, you know, we have these awesome features here, and uh, it's it's great. Enjoy it." Um, yeah, I think. I, I mean, I I think, I think that uh, it's okay to go for the uh, Echo Ten, the Echo Show Ten, yeah, because clearly they've they just keep iterating and making it better. But yeah, the 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 Ring Cam. Uh yeah, let that go through a little bit more uh, trial and error. <laughs> right. Yeah. For sure. It's definitely cool. Don't get me wrong. I, I I wouldn't mind that. It's just that, uh, it's definitely for a niche case. If if it costs, 
Um, I don't know the exact cost. Okay, it's expected to cost two hundred fifty dollars, right? For two hundred fifty dollars, uh, you could probably get yourself at least two cameras and a bundle of some kind from any, you know, general manufacturer, even from you Amazon themselves. You can actually get a pretty decent drone that's probably three or four times the size of this <laughs> for two hundred fifty dollars. Yeah, right, but this is for security. Yeah, if you get to use it yeah, for your yeah. drone usage, then that's another thing. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, but. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I mean, it's it's not worth it yet. I, I think you should wait it out first. I mean, even like the new, so we also mentioned that they announced the new Echo Show 10. Um, yeah. their, their naming schemes are kind of crazy here. Echo Show yeah. 10. Um, so this one's different. It's like your Google Home. It's like your original Echo, uh, Show 10, uh, the original Echo 10, um, where you have a stationary thing, uh, display and you can make commands like, hey, Echo, you know, hey, Alexa, do all these things. That's cool. The difference is that they're kind of doing the same thing what Facebook did with their smart displays, which is, if 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 you didn't know about it, it no one blames you. It, it came out, everyone ignored it, they got afraid of privacy for good reasons, and it just pretty much died. But this one, what they're doing is that the base actually moves. So when you're on a video call, this is more meant for like video calls and looking at content. Um, mm-hmm. It uses the camera to follow you. So if you say, hey, Echo, uh, or hey, Alexa, can you get me uh, recipes for uh, for making a pizza? So while it's looking at the recipes, it's following you in the kitchen while you're going to the fridge, looking at it, opening the fridge, you can look back, and you see the display always. So it's kind of neat. You always get to see the display all the time. But it does lead to creepiness because now what it means is that the camera is always on. So we're kind of back in the Connect days, where Xbox had always had the Connect camera on. Now you're kind of in this situation where you always have the camera on to like get the cool feature of it following you. So it's kind of weird like that. It's also cool and useful for like video calls. Like if you call someone and say, "Hey, let's do a video call with each other," right? Like, give me wait. Oh, you and walk around your house and have the drone. No, no, you, no, 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 no. This is for the Echo Show. So you have oh, the, the Echo Show. Okay. You have the display rotating following you while you walk around the house while you walk around the room at least so okay that's cool but you bring up a good idea though they could take that, that, that they, cool. they could take that drone put it under the echo line and say hey wait, wait, here's our new smart home device call it the echo always on whatever camera and anytime you want it to make commands it will just follow you it will be your personal flying buddy <laughs> like, right. They they already have drones that that do that. Even the cheaper ones have um, follow me technology. So well, this the difference between this one and what you're saying, like mm-hmm. what because you're saying drones, right? Drones that just fly around and you control it. Yeah. But the one that you mentioned before, like, hey, why doesn't it just follow you around and make your commands and follow you while you're doing a video call and all that stuff? Well, that's the difference. Like drones right now, you buy from let's say map like the Mavic drone from DJI. You can't yeah. do, you can't do calls and it not sounding like shit <laughs> because you oh, have the sure. you have the yeah, fans, you the... yeah, you know, flying right. You're you're doing all these. It's crazy. So yeah. I'm not sure if this drone that they have right now for the always on alarm system from Ring makes noise, but if they could make silent fans that don't get caught in the mics and you could have it follow you and like say hey you come up you come home right you say. Hey Echo, um, 
what's the weather like today? And like, oh, it was good. How's it? Can you change the temperature? And say, hey, Echo, can you follow me? Sure. It'll like get off its stage, its base, and start following you around. Hey, can you call my mom? Sure. And then it'll follow to your, it'll like recognize this back of your head. So it'll follow back to your face and follow you. Like, okay, hey, how you doing, ma? And all that stuff. Like, you now have a floating camera right. and a floating display and a floating everything. Like, it'll be cool. But I'm, I'm surprised. I'm surprised nothing in your room reacted from you saying <laughs> those commands. No, no, yeah, no, nah, definitely. <laughs> like, you, you know, you I, know better. I, I turned off everything <laughs> for reasons. Um, <laughs> um, but it's cool though. Like that's that's definitely this is like the these two products that they came out. It's kind of the first step of that. You have one that's meant for security reason, and one meant for just like day to day speakerphone, you know, smart speaker, smart assistance. But if you combine the two. That's going to be like the next future level of things, especially if it's for home. Um, and then if they could get the sound of a drone not sounding like a freaking pissed off a, bee. <laughs> yeah, a, mil- a million hornet. <laughs> like, you know, it's, it's too much. Um, but yeah, yeah, I mean, you know, that's the future. And we're, it's kind of crazy that we're talking about stuff like that right now. But a lot of these companies are doing things of all different, like, you know, fields. So. And these are all the things that we like. So I. Yeah, we're sorry for an almost two hour long uh, podcast, but. But enjoy it. <laughs> you you have the benefit of skipping around. Yeah. <laughs> we had to be here real time. But um, but yeah, no. Uh, if you like any of the topics that we talked about, um, you know, be sure to comment, uh, like, follow, subscribe, all of the things. Um, let us know what you think. Um, definitely rate us yeah. in iTunes. Yeah, um, if, if you have any feedback on anything, just let us know. We'll be posting this on YouTube. We'll be posting this on all the podcasts, Spotify, Apple News, uh, Apple Podcasts, Google, etc. We're going to have those up and running. Definitely Apple uh, Podcasts and Spotify are going to be there first, and then all the other ones are coming in soon. Um, but yeah, we'll soon have a website too. We'll, we'll start posting those links as well. And um, yeah, just give us any feedback. If you think we should improve on anything, if you like this kind of content, let us know. Um, I know we're pushing two hours, but hopefully this is an enjoyable two hours. Maybe you're on a commute to work, or maybe you just need something playing in the background while you're doing you know, some tasks around the house. But yeah, uh, if you have any kind of tips, any kind of uh, things coming up you want us to talk about, uh, send it to sladewadepodcast at gmail.com. Um, we could uh, get some insight from you guys, get some tips on that, and we'll see if we put it inside the next uh, uh, reel. But we're we're just gonna generally every single week finding things that we like and want to talk about it. But if you make a, if you send us some tips, we'll shout you out, and uh, yeah, not make fun of your name or butcher your name if we try, right? Oh, that'll be oh, that that'll be fun. <laughs> <laughs> all right, well, I like that. All right, guys, so. This has been Slade and Wade, and we'll see you guys next week. Yes, sir.